Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection. Bringing you three new perspectives from varying skill range. I am the hardcore gamer of this podcast, Andrew. With me, our moderate gamer can't quite figure it out, Keith. Hello. And of course, always the noob, Liz. Hey guys. And this week, we decided to do our end of the year wrap up. Woohoo! <laughs> played a lot of games, so we figured we'd uh, reminisce on uh, all the great and some terrible games that we played this year. But uh, yeah, so we uh, give out a little bit of awards here and there to kind of our some of our personal picks that we played this week, you know, and also some bad awards, Razzies, if you want. But uh, I'm a little under the weather, so hopefully I'll not be coughing in your ear. I'll be sure to edit most of it out, but my voice probably sounds a little off. But yes, Liz, thank you so much. Liz has taken the time and like literally has written down all of our scores. She's gone through like every episode. Unfortunately, listened to the majority of our ramblings and wrote down a lot of our scores. So Liz got some fun statistics for us. I'm really excited about those. Are we doing those at the end? You want to do at the end? End or beginning. It's up to you guys. It's up to you. You're the one who did the effort of this. Let's do the um, let's categories. The yeah, let's, yeah, let's the categories. So with the categories here. This is every, a nightmare for me. Every, every year that we do this. <laughs> Me and Keith literally like see the list and we're just like, yeah, this game won. This is a uh, this is an adventure for Liz. I can't remember audio. I can't remember like you can't music. remember games. I, yeah, I, there you're writing down the games. You're like, what was Plague Tale? <laughs> I was trying to figure out what Anvil was for forever, and then I realized I didn't do that episode. <laughs> so I mean, I think I'm getting better though. Maybe. No, you know what? Keith. You know one thing I do also every year though is I look at the list that thank you Liz that you always do for us and and I couldn't make this episode without it so thank you. But I always look at this list and go, no, we didn't play that this year. No, that was last that, year. Yeah. Wait, we did this <laughs> and I go, wait, no, where's that game? Because we definitely played that game. And then it's just it. I I don't know. Time time is a circle or something. I think that's what smart people say. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, that's, that's what always blows my mind is how much we've played within a year, and then I'm like, God, that feels like it's forever we did ago. Stardew this year. That's, that's wild. Weird. I did not think that at all. Yeah, I feel like that might have uh, been when you guys recorded, maybe a few weeks before though, and I think that might be part of it. And it was like a reserve episode that got put out in 2022. Maybe because we because we that's when um, the baby was born. And so I think we took a couple weeks off and we had some reserve episodes. Oh, you might be right. I know Anvil was. We actually got ahead once. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There was a a point in time where we were ahead. (laughs) Which Andrew wanted to preface this and say that there were certain games that he wasn't going to include because it would just be too difficult. Yeah, so I'm already going to say with this. So I originally didn't want to do this year wrap up because I'm like, this is going to be too difficult for me. Because we played Halo 1, Halo 2, and Mass Effect. And those are like all my favorite games. And so I'm like, they would literally would win every category. And even then I'm like, I don't know which ones to pick between them. Because it's like, how do you pick like your favorite child? So I'm already going to say that I will not be picking Halo, Halo 2, or Mass Effect for any of the categories. Because like I said, for me, they would just win them all. So I'm like, this will not be an interesting episode for me if I did that. So if you're wondering... And you want to argue with at least my choices. It's because they are going to win. 
And I was also thinking about not doing Stardew because I was so sick of Stardew, I feel like, when we did it this year. I can't look at it the same. I've played it for years. It is disgusting how many hours I've put into Stardew Valley. You say that, but I could almost guarantee if you booted it up right now, you would play a bunch of it. I think, no, I think I'm sick of it for at least another year. But it's just like, when it comes to like game of the year, how could I not give it game of the year? Like, couldn't put it down. Like, all these different ones, but I just don't feel it in my my heart this year to do to give it. So I'm gonna exclude that because it deserves all the award, not all of them. It deserves a lot of the awards, but I just like I'm not into it right now. Right. Uh, how do we want to do this? Do we just want to like w- each person starts the next category first? Ugh, I hate you. Sure. Or do yeah. we just want to do like an order of like me, Keith? Let's Liz. always start with Liz. <laughs> oh no we'll do we'll do like you know i'll I'll start one every three okay compromise so for our first category that we're going to start off for games that we played this year uh we're first starting off with best story so out of the games that we've played so far this year what to you had the best story there was a lot of we had actually had a lot of games that had some amazing stories this year so like I said, not picking Mass Effect or Halo because once again, those, those would probably win for me. But um, for me, I got to give it a Pentiment. I absolutely loved Pentiment's story. I mean, the game majority is a story game, but I was surprised at like how much it was like roping me in and just like I, I wanted to know more and I want to know more about these characters. Uh, for Runner Up, though, I think I might have to give it to uh, a Plague Tale Requiem. Because Plague Tale Requiem is, I thought it was a really good story. Uh, it's it's a continuation of the first one. So I don't think it was better than Pentiment because it's like, it, to me, the game was just a little bit long. But I thought by the end of it, of the journey, it really hit me. There's also some holes in it. Yeah, there was a little bit of some plot holes to it, too. Um, and then surprisingly, for another uh, runner up, I'm actually going to give to Beacon Pines. Beacon Pines was like a really kind of cutesy game. But I was actually really surprised how engrossing that story was. But yeah, those are my choices for best story. Number one being Pentiment. So if I'm so I'm taking taking a second swing at this. All right, okay. So I I I had my narrowed down to three, and I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna agree with you. Ultimately, is that I think Pentiment was the the one that I found most interesting because I I liked the historical aspect of it. I liked the storytelling of not seeing the stories normally told in that setting and just everything about the way that it was. There was some decision-making that could kind of alter the way the game was, but ultimately it kind of leads into one path, which I don't want to say is disappointing, but I think it's good for making sure you you can narrow down the gameplay. But all that to say is I just, I had the most fun with it and I, I liked the way they told the story. I liked the graphical elements to the dialogue and all of the fun things they did. Now, and it actually got me involved in a story. So that's basically what the, this list of games is, is games that Keith enjoyed the story for. Uh, yeah, this is also most like a game of the, like a special kind of game of the year award for you. I mean, a game that you'd like the story of. Yeah. So, so as far as my, I guess, kind of runner up and, or the other two I was kicking around similar, but different. Cause not Plague Steel. Cause I don't care about that game. Cause I didn't like it. <laughs> um, but Beacon Pines and As Dusk Falls are my other two because, again, it had that branching element of it. Beacon Pines, I think I ultimately enjoyed more, even though the story wasn't as broad. I really appreciated that I could 
and I could actually explore it more because it was so much more concise. And so I enjoyed Beacon Pines more, but I thought both of them were actually really good stories that like I liked when we were talking about As Dusk Falls and all the different ways that it was different for us and listeners writing in the different ways they played it. And there were so many different webs. And I think I created a new word of webular, um, in that episode. So like, <laughs> it's just, it was, it was an excellent story game. And, uh, because it was all story, and and I'll give it that. So those are those are my three. Quick time events. Uh, oh yeah. Well, I I can't forget. At the very least, shout out soccer story. No, do not <laughs> shout out soccer story. But what a good story. I mean, no, it was not. <laughs> Anywho, Liz, shut up. It's your turn. <laughs> I had um, considered as does falls, but I just had so much hatred for some of the characters that it kind of ruined the story for me. <laughs> I am going with Mass Effect. I really became invested in those characters. And then I started playing the second one. I just wanted it to continue. And it was just so epic. Like, So I, I also love Titanfall 2. But there was something about Mass Effect that just made me so excited about you know the the whole universe yeah and it just like there was there's something different about it very good choice liz so definitely 100 (laughs) percent, it's mass effect for me all right uh so for our next category we're going to uh a game that you just could not put down keith has decided to put in this category uh keith explain what this category is and your choice i mean the I think the category name speaks for itself it's a game you couldn't put down it doesn't have to have a rhyme or reason but there, there was a pretty specific reason that I came up with this category, um, and and basically, yeah, it's just it's a game that you couldn't couldn't put down, and this could oh, be. I just realized. I think we actually did this. I think we called it guilty pleasure last time. It might have been honestly, and that's kind of what this is. But it, <laughs> I mean, it could be for plenty of good games too. This could very easily be Sea of Thieves. That you know, once you put yourself into Sea of Thieves, it really is hard to kind of be like, all right, I, I need to just quit here. But it's not for you, is it, Keith? <laughs> I mean, in this case, it's not. In this case, it was Soccer Story, and I don't care. I know, so and gross. and I don't even. And again, I go back to it. I'm not trying to start a fight, but I I am not even trying to defend anything about the game. It wasn't a wow, this is so fun. It was just a game that, for whatever reason, I would pick it up and I would start playing, and I would just keep playing until I'm like, oh, I I just need to stop playing altogether now because I don't want to play this. And time would just pass. Um, and then there's games that, like, there are the contrary. That even when they're good, sometimes I'm just like, I don't know. I can be done with this game. So for me, this one is Soccer Story. And so, yes, it's kind of a special category I created for Soccer Story. But I think it's a very valid category nonetheless. I feel like that game was trying to make me put it down with all the bugs. You. <laughs> you constantly crash. It's like, please stop playing me. I'm like, I wish. See, I wish I went first for this one because I actually have an answer. And I, for me, I think it's Evil Genius 2. I remember putting yeah, a lot a of time one. into this. And these games I always make me nervous. I, I'm always very hesitant when I start. And I just could not stop playing this game. Uh, I'm surprised Stardew Valley is not winning this one for you. I'm, I remember I'm excluding Stardew Valley. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Because I just, I'm so sick of it. That is very true. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you could throw just about any any roguelike on this list for me. Anvil could probably be one of them. Again, not because yeah. it's such a great game, but it's just, it's... It wasn't. It's just, <laughs> exactly. But there's something about it that once I start playing, I'm like, I'll oh, just keep playing, just keep playing, just keep playing. Gunfire yeah, Reborn, I I another one. But that's a good one. 
that's one thing I noticed when Liz was writing out this list. Like two of the games I really did not like this year were your picks. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, for me, games that I could not put down. Um, for me, I, I absolutely got to give it to Gunfire Reborn. As soon as I started playing Gunfire Reborn, I was like, this is fun. I really want to keep playing this game. So I had a ton of fun with Gunfire Reborn. Um, I would actually say a close second up is probably Disney Dreamlight Valley. Uh, as soon as we started playing that, like we first downloaded it for our daughter, I was like, oh yeah, here you go. And then I was like, actually, this game's a lot of fun. Uh, so I ended up playing a lot of that. So that's another runner up. I played it to irritation, but I agree with that. I, I played that to death. Yeah. Um, another runner up though, for me, would be Grounded. Uh, we did our original Grounded episode and then a revisit this year. And both times, anytime I play Grounded, like it would just suck me in. Uh, I wouldn't fully give it to that game because to me it was more fun playing with multiplayer. But yeah, for me, 100% Gunfire Reborn was is is my winner for this category. Um, next up, we're doing best music. Uh, so, dude, we've played some games with some stellar soundtracks. But uh, Liz, why don't you start us off in this category? Your choice. I know you're giving me the hard one to start with. So you agreed to this round, like this round robin kind of I style. I know. Um, Already, I have to get rid of like all the epic music ones. Why? Because I they all sound great to me. How do you choose? How do you choose between like Mass Effect and Titanfall Two? And I mean, uh, what was it? A uh, Plague Tale Requiem. It's it's hard, right? Yeah. There's too many too many good ones, and there's some that also like like hit just right during certain scenes. Um, I was torn with like as dust falls because it definitely create kind of creates an environment. It's weird, like kind of western, but when things like you know crap hits the fan, you know, <laughs> um, if I'm remembering correctly. So I guess that one and maybe I'd say Plague Tale. Yeah, I'll do that because I, I I'm not play, I wasn't I wasn't thinking play to I was thinking I like Halo, looking at me like like, Halo, like should Titan I pick this? Fall, Mass Effect and stuff. So I guess maybe As Us Falls and Plague Tale, maybe. It's a good choice. I want to hear what you guys say because <laughs> I feel like I'm forgetting a game that's like that I that I loved. Well, Liz, um, I'm actually 100 with you. I was actually uh, Plague Tale Requiem was actually my best choice. Plague Tale Requiem, like. It wasn't a soundtrack I think I could listen to on Spotify, but it is it is a fantastic soundtrack. It, it just it builds for that environment so well. Um, another runner up though for me though is Pentiment. My only excuse with Pentiment is that the music wasn't consistent enough. Like I wish it had more music. You just love the scribbles. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's true. It, it's a lot of pen scribbling, but which is great audio. But when it did do music, it, it did it really well. That's um, another one that during certain scenes it like hit real hard. Yeah, that's usually when the music kicked in and it and it worked really really well. Oh, but another runner up I'm going to do is Hellblade: uh, Senua's Sacrifice. <laughs> I know you hated I it. I cannot Liz. handle the audio in that. I I loved the audio in that. I think the whole just North mythology and like the Nordic chants that are going on and just the voices. I think Hellblade is fantastic audio. Oh, Andrew, I wanted to say real quick, though, that Death's Door, you said that the audio yeah, and Death's graphics Door had of a really that good soundtrack too. were 
early front runners because it was one of the first games that we played. I so, forgot about that. Yeah. So graphically and with audio, you said it was a front runner. I forgot about that. Yeah. That, that story Are you going to add really it good. <laughs> to your like long list? I'll, I'll add it to a runner up. Definitely. <laughs> um, oh, but actually this reminds me. Quick note. Uh, I know when we recorded Pentiment, the soundtrack was not on Spotify, but it is now. There is officially a Pentiment soundtrack on Spotify. Exciting. Also, I, I mean, I feel like one of the obvious answers kind of feels like Forza Horizon Five because I mean, I was disappointed in this one. Soundtrack. It was, and and that is true. I just, in terms of overall, car audio is great. Yes, the car audio is awesome. In terms of just overall good songs, there's just there is still good songs. They're just not as good as some of the others. But I think actually, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, is one that definitely had a ton of just really good songs on the soundtrack. Oh, I forgot about that. And, yeah, and that's a runner-up for me. <laughs> <laughs> or first place, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I just I remember the sound effects were good, the dialogue, the audio was good, just everything about the audio in Guardians of the Galaxy was just really, really good. So I think that's going to be probably have to be my number one. I definitely... Yeah, I don't I like I don't even remember Death Store, but I feel like I remembered it being like, Oh yeah, that was some good music, but I don't know. I didn't I didn't actually like Death Store as much as I thought I was gonna like it. It's one of the things that I remember about that game too, but uh, Yeah, I remember I was the one who was like the basic biggest that knew it. Yeah, no, definitely. Um so yeah, I think yeah, for me Guardians of the Galaxy I think is I think that's pretty much an easy answer, actually. I I see I figured you were gonna go with Pentiment. Oh yeah, Pentiment is is definitely a good runner-up and one that I definitely enjoyed. But no, I think yeah, I just wish there was more music in Pentiment. True, and and that's I mean that's actually kind of one of my grapes about Guardians of the Galaxy too. In a lot of ways that it it didn't have as much of it as frequently as I wanted it to, but overall it was awesome, and that was definitely the best part of it. So next up for next category we have best multiplayer game. Uh, we had a lot of multiplayer games this year. Some were really good. Some were just, you know, just kind of a fun waster. Um, but for me, I think hands down, I got to give it to Grounded. I I had a ton of fun playing this game with you, Liz. Like, to me, this was a more fun kind of, like, when you play with friends, it really takes the game to the next level. Um, we did revisit Sea of Thieves. I was tempted to be like, uh, maybe Sea of Thieves, but I think I picked it last year, or last time we did this, so I'm like, I don't want to do Sea of Thieves. But, um... Yeah, Grounded, I think, uh, for me, hands down, definitely wins best multiplayer. Close runner-up, though, is Stardew Valley. So I could actually pick Stardew Valley. I know you can't, Liz. But I love the multiplayer in Stardew Valley is really, really good. Um, it's the main reason also, too, why I gave it to the Grounded. Like, I love a multiplayer game when you're not, like, tied to your friend. And you can actually go and do your own thing. And I was surprised, like, when Stardew Valley came out with multiplayer that they did it, like, right away. Because I was afraid where I'm like, oh, if, you know, the main person's on the farm, I got to be on the farm. No, you guys can just do your own thing, but you're still playing in the same world. So Stardew Valley did a fantastic job with that. Um, another runner up, though, is Forza Horizon 5. It's always just a blast to play with friends. I There was a couple times I was cracking up laughing just playing with my friends on that game. So, yeah, definitely that one as well. But, uh, yeah, those are going to be my choices. Um, yeah, so I... I don't know. I, I feel like we didn't do as many multiplayer games as I, I thought we did this year. Um, you just don't like playing with us. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> no, and Forza Horizon 5, it, you're right. It's, it's definitely always a good one. I don't know. I feel like it could win so many different ones for me. Um, yeah. I think, and, and it's funny because I didn't obviously play nearly as much, but Grounded actually is in some ways an 
something I fully agree with because that was the best time I had playing the game. I didn't really care for it much when I was just trying to build my own bases, but when I was on playing with you guys, I actually really enjoyed it the most, I would say. Um, Anvil was another one that, again, despite not being good, it was most fun when it was played um, as multiplayer. But no, I think I'm going to have to go with Gunfire Reborn because um, again oh, that yeah. was one that, that was it was so much fun but the, the item sharing and i don't know just it was good multiplayer to begin with i liked the way that it scaled it didn't become unbearable but it definitely became more difficult it played well i don't remember having a ton of problems like we had some but i think it was just bug gl- or game glitches not multiplayer glitches so yeah. it was overall really smooth easy to do and it it did nothing but improved the the quality of the game so I, I think that's got to be my multiplayer of the game of the year. Good choice. For me, it's Grounded. For me, Grounded is a multiplayer game because I would not get that far alone because um, I'm <laughs> not as brave at the beginning. But it also, like, we don't have this category, but it, it would also be the scariest game. I I screamed a couple of times playing that when all of a sudden, like, a wolf spider's coming at me. Um, <laughs> I mean, not like a scream, like a, like a yelp. Um, yeah, I'd go scream. <laughs> I think that one definitely is my multiplayer of the year. And then a runner up, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I kind of got sick of it really fast, but playing it just a couple times, having that like nostalgia of it. Yeah. Um, I just like sometimes on the screen, I couldn't tell what was happening. So it definitely wasn't my game of the year, but it was it was a fun game to play with friends. All right. So next category, we have best graphics or art style. Uh Sometimes we split these up in two categories. I guess this year we decided we're just going to meld into one. So, uh, Keith, what took it away for you for best graphic art style? Uh, I mean, I, I feel like I guess Pentiment's probably an easy answer. If I if I think of the overall, just, I mean, it, it kind of was just art as a game. So in so yeah. many ways, Pentiment is, is really definitely an easy one. I think maybe ones that like when I look through though, I, I don't know. I look back and like the gunk even was one that was actually really cool graphically. Even if every environment wasn't entirely unique, just the, the way that it moved and the way that the gameplay was, it just, it was, I don't know. It was just an overall visually appealing game. But yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to take the easy way out on this one. I'm going to go with Pentiment. <laughs> it's not like you to do the easy way no, out. No, I know. See, um, that's definitely a runner up for me. It's this category is so hard because there's so many different art styles and the games that we played and picking one is just pretty much impossible for me. But, um, for me, I love, so it's very like controversial. I'm not talking about like the way that it was animated, but I think that as Dust falls had like the best like facial expressions and stuff. Like it was, there's something about it that. It just like the the characters fit the faces so well, and it just like I think it just really really fit, and that's really surprising that you're picking that. I was telling you before we were recording that that was my runner up, and I can't remember what my original one was. <laughs> do you remember? Uh, I do not. Oh, that's bad. A Plague Tale was obviously great. Mass Effect was very hit and miss. Some of the facial expressions, like that, yeah. that was like that was bananas. But like even like Subnautica Below Zero, I love playing that. Like yeah. feeling like you're in the ocean and stuff. But that's why for me it's just so hard. So I guess like until I figure out what my 
number one was oh. that I can't remember. I thought you wrote it down. No, I didn't write it down. I write everything down. I have all my notes here, but I I don't know. <laughs> and I guess we'll go back to Liz. So for me, I think my number one choice, I think I actually, I think I'm going to go Scorn. <clears throat> so obviously it's pretty gross, but I mean, it, it's what I wanted. Like I, it's so unique and it was like, and it was really beautiful in a very macabre way. And it was just, it was just wild. But to me, graphically, it's so unique in just the choices that they did for that game that uh, to me, I just feel like I got to give it a score because like it was, it was really interesting um, for runner up. So I was originally going to pick this, but Hellblade Cinema Sacrifice. I loved the art style and the graphics in that game is just awesome. It nails the atmosphere. It nails the emotions because majority of the time, it's just this one female character that you're looking and she's mostly talking to herself and these past memories and she just carries it really well. But I fully agree with you, Keith. Pendiment, I was tempted to pick as well. But, and then obviously I just don't want to follow you. But uh, Pendiment was really good though. And then of course, another easy pick. I didn't want to pick it because to me, it's, it would win every year in Forza Horizon 5. The graphics in Forza Horizon 5 are stellar. Like, it is insane the amount of detail that is in Forza Horizon 5. What do you think of, of Grounded? Because that was one that I was considering too because I like, you know, Subnautica. Like, you... You definitely feel like you're Yeah, in Grounded there, you're does a chased. fantastic job with the environment. It's just, uh, graphically, some of the stuff is just kind of okay. But the environment itself, like, they nailed it. Like, it legitimately feels like a backyard where kids, you know, live in this house. So, I would maybe consider it as a runner-up. But it wouldn't be as, as high on the list for me. Because it's just... It's more of an environment than it is graphics. Have you decided yet, Liz? Am I going first for the next one? Oh, no, no. Did you not figure out what your best audio was? No, but I am oh, okay. going to put Grounded up there because, like I said, I did feel like I was immersed in the the backyard. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then following up, uh, after best graphics, uh, we also decided to do best performance. Since a lot of these games now are done with a lot of motion capture and a lot of facial expressions, we figured we'd kind of throw this category in a little bit too and kind of, you know, Give her own little two cents on it. You want to go first, Liz? Oh, turn. I have a choice. Well, it is your turn. I know. I'm just. Kidding. You said you want to go first, and I said. I have <laughs> okay, a yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to give you a choice. Let's go first. <laughs> so for best performance, um, there's three that spring. To, well, no, there's four that spring to mind that I had trouble choosing between. Um, a Playtale Requiem, of course. Mass Effect. I just fell in love with those characters. There's a lot of amazing voice actors and they did a great job graphically. Like the, the expressions did not um, match up. Sometimes <laughs> we have a TikTok on that one, um, but I'm not including the graphics. I think acting wise, that is up there. And then um, as dust falls, I just mentioned, I think the acting in that is incredible. Yeah. 10 out of 10. And then I played a couple minutes of Deathloop and I thought the voice acting and that was incredible. Yeah, it's really good. So honestly, like, I mean, I got four winners. Um, yeah, those, those are my four winners. <laughs> but you don't have a definitive one? Nope. <laughs> okay. Good job, Liz. Solid work. I'm sorry they all did you such a great job. Uh, for me, best performance, I kind of said it last 
with the last one. But for me, hands down, I think I got to give it to Hellblade. Uh, the actress just carries that. I mean, she's literally performing kind of only with herself, but she does so well carrying the emotion and the story in that game. And it must have been so awkward to, to film that. Yeah, some of those scenes. But she did such a fantastic job. A close second, though, I would give to Plague Still because, you know, all those kids did a really good job. Well, technically, I don't think they're actually kids, but still. The acting in that one, I think, is really, really good. It really, like, hooked me with the characters, and I just really was invested in their, their story. But, uh, yeah, my third runner-up, I'm giving to Deathloop. Because, yeah, the majority, the only really, like, dialogue you get is between Colt and Juliet. And their chemistry, I thought, was so good that I, I loved anytime they were talking. Which, uh, oh, a little kind of fun spoiler. Well, not really spoiler, but... uh. Fun news is that there is apparently either going to be a Deathloop 2 or there's DLC, but the actor who plays Colt announced that he is still playing Colt and recording some new lines, so people are suspecting it's either Deathloop 2 or it's a DLC. It's exciting. But yeah, those are my choices. Yeah, I mean, when we talked about the the category originally, I, I, I told you Hellblade was easily going to be my number one, and I, I mean, really for all the reasons it just I think she captures it well. It's it's just some of the most well done audio of any game we played. See, I thought both of you guys hated her. I thought you guys thought she was like kind of no. Awkward. There was something like the breathiness oh, and like yeah. sometimes with like the mouth wasn't like it was. I don't. There was something about it. There's a tiny little thing that got nitpicky about. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, there. I'm sure there was, but yeah. I think between that, I as much as I didn't overall care for Deathloop, I know. The dialogue between Colt and Juliana, right? Yep. Uh, was very good. Um, I always enjoyed it. And then I think probably Guardians of the Galaxy would be my, my runner-up number three. Well, sometimes the gameplay did some of the overlapping and cutting off of dialogue that I would have liked to have heard more of. Overall, I thought it was really entertaining. I thought the way they did it actually... Yeah, their bench was great. As does Falls does a really good job as well, but that's, I guess, maybe like a final runner-up, but just like a final thought type of runner-up. <laughs> I like you guys are like nervous about how many runner-ups, runner-ups you guys are going to do. I do like five. I'm like... I'm People know throw. I'm indecisive. They <laughs> they expect it. Yeah. Um, All right. Try to keep it together. Now we're getting some the fun categories here. What was your biggest surprise? What game did you play that you originally saw and you were like, I don't think I'm going to dig this game. But then you were like, holy crap, this game's awesome. Uh, for me, hands down, I'm giving this to Tunic. I, when I first, they, like, they came out with a demo for Tunic. And I played the demo. And honestly, the first five minutes, I was like, I do not like this game. I, I remember like seeing Tunic like coming up. And I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. It looks like Zelda, but your little fox. And then when I played the demo, I was like, this is weird. I was like, I don't, this does not feel right. But then when the full game came out, I was so hooked. I absolutely loved Tunic. Um, so that was hands down my biggest surprise. Um, Runner-ups, Death Door. I, I heard good things about Death Door, but when I actually played it, I did not think of like how much I'd actually really like that game. And I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, another runner-up is Iudian Chronicles Rising. To me, it looked like a weird, just kind of 2D platformer kind of RPG, like kind of Metroidvania kind of style game. I had no idea really what going into this game, but then when I saw it was from the creators of Suikoden, like 
the game really connected with me and I actually really enjoyed Ayuding Chronicles. Um, and then my last runner up was as Dust falls because like majority of people, I was really turned off by that art style. When I saw as Dust falls, I was like, this game looks kind of janky. I don't really quite get its story, but I really enjoyed my time with uh, as Dust falls. So I, I think I'm next, right? Yeah. No? Yeah. Okay. So we'll allow it. Oh, thanks. You'll allow it. Um, <laughs> so I think, and I and, and I know it's not fully a movie game because it's also a comic book, but I really just, I, I was most surprised by how much I enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy. I genuinely thought yeah, that's a good pick. it was going to be a game. I was like, I'll get through enough, whatever. Uh, I'll do the episode. I, I wanted to beat it and I think I did. I'm almost positive. I had ended up beating it and it like, I wanted to, cause I, I genuinely enjoyed the gameplay and it, and it really took me by surprise. So I, I, I think for sure it has to be my biggest surprise of the year. Um, Tunic was definitely one that I, as well, I, I didn't quite know what to expect. I, I usually like those kind of indie, you said Zelda RPG type of games, but I, I just really found it to be a lot more than I thought it was going to be. And, yeah. and so, yeah, it was definitely one that took me, took me by a surprising. <laughs> and, and the, the other one I was thinking was nobody saves the world. It was oh, a game yeah. that when, yeah, a that one. when we saw it and we talked about it um, from, I don't know, whatever game show it was on, they, they displayed or they announced it on. I thought, okay, that game looks really cool. So I, it, it kind of wasn't, it, it was what I expected it to be, but I don't know. It was just so much fun in so many different ways that I didn't expect. And so that's why I think it at that least. That had a great multiplayer too. It did. Uh, that was one I actually meant to put on there because it was, it was one that I think we had, we were tied to each other, at least within some yeah kind of environment. It wasn't the same screen, but it was close. But it was overall really good because it, it, it had a very good job of picking up where you left off. Um, and, and, and it just, yeah, it played really well. But, yeah, Nobody Saves the World was one that, well, it didn't surprise me in the sense of I expected to like it. It surprised me in how much I liked it, actually. Unfortunately, it is leaving Game Pass this month. I know. I saw that. I was really tempted to buy the DLC for it. But it's only two new characters, and so I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Oh, there's DLC? Yeah. Oh. I, I considered it. I wasn't sure about it. For me, I mean, Andrew usually plays the games before me, so he usually lets me know if I'm going to like something. And there are so many games that we played this year that like, I'm, I'm not even mentioning that I thoroughly enjoyed, but I usually knew if I was going to like them. Um, As Us Falls, like Andrew said, I actually asked him not to record. He <laughs> tried to get other people to record for it because I did not want to. And I enjoyed it, way, even though there's decision-making, I enjoyed it way more than I thought it would. And so that was definitely one. Hitman, I thought I was going to loathe. So I, I'm bad with stealth. Um, the first Plague Tale um, was rated much lower back then. Like, I, it was just like, I, I couldn't get past it as as well. I, and so for me, like, Hitman was a surprise. And then I knew, I had a feeling I'd like Guardians, but I didn't think I would like Marvel's Avengers because I don't watch the Marvel movies. I've seen a couple, I think. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think you've seen any. No, I think you've maybe seen one Marvel mo- like Avengers movie. Not them movie. together. Like I saw like yeah. an Iron Man. Yeah. And I think that's it. A and singular Iron Man. So the <laughs> fact that I saw, I thought that the story was engaging and I really liked it. 
I would definitely put that on there too. But um, I feel like as dust falls, even though like I, I did walkthroughs and stuff and I was very cowardly um, and I did like the, you know, the slower reaction thing. I think I'd have to give it to that. Yeah. Good pick, Liz. Thanks. All right. So I originally did want to put this category because I felt like me and Liz would have the same answer, but apparently we do not. Uh, so we decided to go with after the biggest surprise. What is the biggest disappointment? What game did you think you absolutely were going to love and you hated it? Keith, so why don't you start us off with this one? It's hard because I don't know that there was any that I really had higher expectations. I I think Death's Door is probably my biggest disappointment, and I didn't hate it. I just... I really thought I was going to like it and I I was not nearly as impressed with it or maybe not impressed but even I just wasn't into it nearly as much as I thought I was going to be and I so I, I think that probably is like my biggest disappointment. I think otherwise it's probably Bugsnax just cuz it was so hyped up when it was announced and like everything Damn. that was PlayStation I thought you would say that. All that. I loved Bugsnax. And then I was excited and it wasn't bad. It really wasn't. It just I don't know. It, it didn't end up being as much as I, I, I don't know what I was expecting it to be, but I just, I remember it being like this whole big, like, oh man, it stinks that we're not going to get bugs next on Xbox. And then, oh, we're getting it on Game Pass. This is cool. And I was like, yeah, it was, it was a fine game. It was, it was all right. So I think those are my two answers. Every other game I, I didn't like or was disappointed. I, I kind of felt like I knew going in like Plague's Tale. Like I, I just knew I didn't want to play that game. <laughs> I love that I guessed one of them. Um, my biggest <laughs> disappointments, um, definitely Viva Pinata, because Andrew told me I was going to love that game, and I did not. Yeah, I was surprised. <laughs> he hyped you... it up, and I was just like, this is a this is a hard pass. Hellblade, <laughs> um, I don't usually have like the auditory um, irritations that Andrew has. I was very surprised how much I hated it, and um, I was looking forward to it, especially like, knowing someone who has like schizophrenia and stuff and I like and all the mental health experts that put input into the game and so that was definitely um one that I thought that was really gonna love and then I this is a runner-up and I really wanted a roguelike and so we played Gunfire Reborn and I didn't love it I was very disappointed but it wasn't the game it was just like I really wanted a roguelike that I would like and so when I you didn't care for it. It was it was a bummer. I know what Andrews is. <laughs> yeah. I feel like most people know what mine is. My biggest disappointment hands down was Soccer Story. I mean, I wasn't like I didn't have super high hopes for it, but like like when you when your hopes are only like a level 2 and the game gives you a level 0 kind of a uh, enjoyment. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty disappointing. <laughs> I so yeah, hands down Soccer Story for me. Uh for runner up Anvil was the other one. These were both keys picks. Anvil to me, like it, it looked like it'd be fun because it's a twin tech shooter, you know, roguelike multiplayer, but it just, it was so repetitive. I, I didn't find the unlocks worth it. The multiplayer itself was kind of fun, but I really was just disappointed in Anvil. And then for my third runner up, I know I'm going to piss a lot of people off with this. I apologize. I did not care for Mirror's Edge. Uh, Mirror's Edge I've heard so many people talk so highly about the game. I was really looking forward to it, but I found it so clunky. Like when the parkour worked and it worked and it worked well, it was a lot of fun. 
but I just, I found it very clunky, like with its combat, with its navigation. I felt like I was more trying to figure out where I needed to go most of the time, which really just uh, like ruined the flow of the game. It wasn't bad. Like I still enjoyed my time with it, but overall though, it, it was just kind of a disappointment for me. All right. And we'll get into our last one here. Overall, what was your game of the year that you really played this year, guys? I'm going to go first uh, for me. Oh, it's your turn, but I'll go first. No, you go first. Kings of War Queens. For me, hands down, it's Tunic. I, I got to give it a Tunic. I I just, like like I said, Tunic to me, I first hated the game when I played the demo. But then once I started the adventure, it took me a while to get like into it. But once I figured out what this game was trying to do, and it, you were uncovering these pictures... And you were uncovering a manual and there's like secret hidden messages. I was so invested in Tunic. I loved that game. Um, but close runner up, I got to give it a Pentiment. I had a ton of fun with Pentiment. Its story was really well written and I like I loved the art style of it. And then after that, I think I'm going to give it to Deathloop. Deathloop's another runner up. Um, I actually, now that I think about it, I probably should have gave Deathloop for a game I couldn't put down because... Yeah, I think I played eight hours of that game one day, and I just I wanted to keep playing. But uh, yeah, Deathloop would definitely be one of my uh, runner-ups for game of the year. Um, this is so hard because I think I think for me overall, I think it's got to be Pentiment, and and just because I I don't know everything about it, I liked I I even though the gameplay itself was really just dialogue, it was. I don't know. It was a game I just kept wanting to go forward with, and I kept wanting to know more. I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the dialogue, the art style, the music. Just everything hit for me on Pentiment, and I and I think overall it's it's probably my game of the year of games we played. I, I don't know. I think there might be. I think there might be a Vampire Survivors that didn't quite make the twenty twenty two, but <laughs> we might we might be the only podcast that has uh, Vampire Survivors as twenty twenty three game of the year. But anyway, um, I, I mean, on the list though, actually though, like going back, Tunic was one that well, I, it didn't get a lot of others from me. I agree with you; it just had so many cool elements in in the gameplay style, and really just it was the putting together of the game manual that made it so unique and so interesting to play. And then I, my other one that again didn't talk a lot about it, but. I mean, I have in the last couple of rounds. Um, Nobody Saves the World was another one that just, I don't know, it just was just, I felt like a complete game. And I, I, there was nothing about it I disliked when I think back about it. And I'm, I'm almost bummed that there's not more replayability because I was, I was thinking of, like I said, I was thinking yeah. about getting the DLC for it. And it's, it was so much fun. But I don't know, there's not a lot of reasons I have to want to go back and play it at this point. Oh, which there you go, Keith. That actually was your game pick. And so that's one game pick of yours that I can actually thank you for. True. I true, actually true. like Nobody Sees the World. I mean, I think we were going to play it anyways. I think I just kind of bugged you to play it because I, I got myself hooked into it. Yeah. And you were like, I've already committed we'll hours to it. It's like, all right, fine. Well, so we'll call it my pick. That's usually You're how welcome. you do your picks. You commit hours and I'm just like, well, I guess we'll do this now. Fine. <laughs> Mine is definitely Mass Effect. It's not my good pick. Top rated game. Um, there's something I like. Really fell in love with Titanfall too, and I rated it higher. But I think I also knew that you were talking about how the other, like the second Mass Effect, is so much better and stuff. And um, there were little like weird like things with the game 
but overall I think that it definitely like I I remember Titanfall 2 like some things in it but not like I remember Mass Effect. Mass Effect holds a special place in my cold, cold heart. Yeah, you, and, um, you beat that game twice <laughs> within a week. You yeah. loved that game. And so it's definitely my <clears throat> game of the year. That's a very good pick. So we played a lot of games, obviously, this year. Uh, but I wanted to ask you guys, though, on a kind of a uh, grade school scale, what did you guys give Game Pass this year? Like, How well do you think there was for games that came out and the variety that was there? Um. Whatever score I give it, we're immediately going to go half a point for, for not enough roguelikes. I was going to say there really weren't a lot of roguelikes. So I <laughs> yeah. feel like Keith is going to go down a little bit. It, it was a lot of simulators this year. If this was the year of the simulator. And we didn't do any of them. We didn't we didn't do a single sim. Holy. And all of them. Wait, and is, all it, of is them, that right? It is. We, I oh mean, my you, gosh. We, we played the heck out of them. I know you played a lot of Power Washing Simulator. I know I did not nearly as much. That's right, man! Holy crap! Yeah, we didn't do any simulators. Uh, that's wild. B plus. What about you, Liz? I mean, are you talking about games that came out this year, or just the games that we played? No, just like in general. Like, how do you think Game Pass did this year? Do you think they came out with enough games? Do you think the variety was good enough? Do you think? I'd say a B. You give them a B. Because I mean, I don't know i can't really say what more i'd want but i do know that like i would wanted to play roguelikes a couple times this year <laughs> and i couldn't but besides that like i don't really and i feel like they're constantly coming out with games i'm excited about and i just like want them to come out and they're not coming out fast enough for me but that's not their fault <laughs> that's just me yeah. being greedy so it's like i know things are coming that i'm excited about and yeah i guess b because i don't really know <laughs> all right so i guess i'm kind of with you guys i see i was giving them a b minus this year there was a lot. There was a couple of games I was very excited for. Uh, Chernobyl, uh, Stalker 2, and Starfield. Those were two big games that were supposed to come out this year that did not happen, which is understandable. Uh, Stalker 2, the studio is in Ukraine, so obviously they got affected by the war. And then Starfield, I think they just really needed more polish. So it kind of stinks. But um, overall, like I think there were some really solid gems this year in Game Pass. I've obviously been seeing a lot of PlayStation people being like, oh, there's nothing on Xbox. It's true. It is unfortunate that it really wasn't a lot of first party this year. And a lot of it's been delayed. But I at least really commend Microsoft with like, they've done like, they have some really good games here. And like Keith was saying, we've been playing Vampire Survivor. That was a really good get. That's been a ton of fun. But uh, yeah. But with that though, what are you guys most excited for next year for Game Pass? For oh. me... As I already said, Starfield is is probably my number one. I don't know. I so I don't really look usually more than like a month in advance. I think. <laughs> I, know, I mean, you I know really we like watched... Hollow Knight. That's coming to Game Pass next yeah, year, right? Yeah, or Silk Song. That's the new one the coming out. The yeah. second one. The new one. Okay, I could get excited for that. But yeah, I don't know. I I, I kind of look at like what's coming up like a month or two in ahead is is the biggest thing because I don't know. It's I think part of it, and and this is part. Of, probably part of a cop-out answer too but i don't know there's games you get excited for like oh it's going to come out and then it never comes out until next year and i don't know they get delayed so we'll just wait until things are, are in my face and ready to play that's not a bad strategy keith don't don't see when things are coming out and then you don't get disappointed when they get delayed it's not a bad exactly strategy. like you tell me things are delayed i'm like oh okay cool well it didn't show up in you know coming next week so i didn't really <laughs> care 
I feel like most of them still just say 2023 because I look them up every once in a while because I do have a list that I'm excited about. Yeah, there's that. there's very few that have firm dates. And I will make fake accounts so that we play it. I'll keep requesting them. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, what, but, what do you know about this Woe Long game? Because it says it's Koei Tecmo, yep. which could mean good things. But is it... There was a demo it, that was out not too long ago. I think it got removed. Is it Dynasty Warriors like at all? No, or? it's more yeah. it's more uh, Dark Souls. It's more of a Souls like game. Oh jeez! But you well, are fighting Dynasty Warrior characters that are possessed by demons. Ooh, well, that's kind of neat. At least I'll probably be terrible at it, but I'll give it a shot. See, that was in my <laughs> middle category where it's just like I would play it, but it's not like a top pick. But for me, I'm excited about Redfall. Yeah, I had a feeling that was going to be your number on one. Life already came out. That came out this year. Um, ARA History Untold. Um, Minecraft Legends, Lightyear Frontier, The Last Case of Benedict Fox. Lightyear Lock. Frontier, I think, was supposed to come out in December. It says 2023 like, in the uh, the E3. And then it, uh, is Follow 76 like coming Buzz Lightyear? this year? No. Remember, Lightyear Frontier was the uh, farming simulator. Were you all in mech suits? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about Minecraft Legends, too. That Again, I don't really still know anything about what that game is going to be about. But I remember it kind of looked neat from what they showed. Yeah. So I think it'll be cool. Yeah, I'm very, very excited for Game Pass this year. I think there's going to be some amazing stuff coming out. But uh, Liz, hit us with some stats. Oh, I would love to. Um, and I always make this disclaimer that, you know, I'm human. I make mistakes. There's probably mistakes in here. It's fine. I'm just going to make fake accounts just so yeah, I control yeah. you. The total amount of games that we played this year is 41. Andrew, of course, played all 41 games. <laughs> Keith and I both did 38, but obviously we uh, didn't play. We played We played different ones. We yes. didn't play different ones. <laughs> um, Andrew, you had 38 games and three passes, so that's like uh, averages about 93% game Oh, for did you. you write with passes? The ones I put pass on? Oh, I did. Yeah. Uh, can I guess? Um, yes. Give me a second because that's on my other sheet. Or do I have it? I do. I do. Okay. I'm guessing Soccer Story, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, yeah. Splunky 2? Yep. Ooh. All right. I'm actually I'm actually having a hard time figuring out what the third one is. Is this your three lowest scores? No. These are ones I actually get passes on. Oh, I'm actually surprised about Splunky. I know. I was, I, cause I, I was like, that's why I was like, I don't know if it was this. Um, man, what's my third one? Was it Mirror's Edge? I don't know. What was my third one? Anvil. Oh, and, oh yeah. I don't know the Dui. You talked about uh, how much you didn't like it earlier. That's actually a good point. <laughs> Keith had the most amount of passes, but honestly, there were so many games that you said that you hated or didn't, didn't hate. You said that you didn't like them and you didn't want to play them, but you still gave them the game. So like technical passes, you did 10 with 28 games. So it equals about 74%. And then like listening through them, Keith, it was so bizarre. And same with like towards the beginning, you were like, I can't give it a, um, a pass and have it at 80. And then like the next episode you did, <laughs> I was like listening to it. I was just like, he's scoring. I always like make fun of you. And I, I mean it in a lighthearted way about like how I don't understand your scoring. I mean, I don't it's think he scoring, understands the scoring. So. I, I, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't think I totally understand my but scoring. I'm like listening either. to your pass. You're just like, yeah, I'm not going to keep playing it. I didn't put that much time into it because I didn't like it. Um, and then you still give it a game. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> really, really good game. Here's why. <laughs> um, and then, so yeah, you had the most passes. Um, I had 31 games and seven passes at 82%. 
Average scores, Andrew, 84.5. Yeah, the top, top I'm one. I'm a high you're, score. You're very generous. Um, I love video games. Keith, 82.7. And me, 81.6. I wow, feel you're the like, lowest? Yeah, but it's because if Keith doesn't really like a game, he just gives it an 80. Uh, sure. So like <laughs> Mass Effect, like he barely played Mass Effect and I think he gave it like an 80. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't like it. He didn't, he didn't play that much of it because he didn't like it. We still gave it. That's his score, eighty. I'm I'm more brutal. I'm more cutthroat. Yeah, I guess. You are. Um, but yeah, you're you're the most generous scorer, Andrew. Um, and then, so I do have our passes. We have we have a bunch more. I don't have to read them all. Yeah. But um, top five. Do you guys want to guess? You just want me to say. Oh, my top five. I I, I bet I could probably figure it out. Okay. Um, Halo, Halo Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mass Effect. Tunic? Nope. Not, Mass Effect is not on here. What? It's not on here. No way. It's not my top five? Nope. Oh, it's because I like Mass Effect 2 a little bit better. So I think I loaded a little bit lower. So Halo, Halo 2. I don't think I gave Forza Horizon 5. Stardew Valley? Nope. <laughs> You're oh, so confident. I know. I was so confident. Titanfall 2? Yep. Death Deathloop? Nope. I don't know what's the last one then. Well, you're missing three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Halo, Halo, 2, Halo 2 came in number one with a score of 97. The rest were all 95s. Tunic, Titanfall 2, Hellblade, and Pentiment. Oh, uh, yeah. Keith, do you want me to say or you want to guess? I'm going to guess. Well, so I think an easy one is Pentiment because that was one that I was going to say was one of my top five. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I want to say probably Forza Horizon 5. Yes, you technically have six because the last three, so four, five, and six were all tied with the same score. So that that is one of them. Okay, I would guess Gunfire Reborn is on that list. Nope. Oh, okay. Nobody saves the world. Yep. Uh, Ayudin. Nope. <sighs> Tunic. Yep. Uh, Thanks, Keith. Is better at guessing his than I was. Four out of six, right? Right now. Yeah, you need two more. Mm, I would guess then probably Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. Very like impressive. One more. Sea of Thieves. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Good job. So yeah. Wow. Tunic was number one with 98. Um, number two was tied with Pentiment and Guardians of the Galaxy with a score of 93. And then the other three scored at 92 was Sea of Thieves, Nobody Saves the World, and Forza. And then mine uh, tied in number... <laughs> tied in first place is Titanfall 2 in Stardew Valley with a score 97 Plague Tale Requiem 93 uh, Mass Effect 92 and Grounded 92 see I feel like Mass Effect should have been up higher I didn't score very well oh. you guys want to guess your bottoms <laughs> oh I mean I already know a couple of mine okay I guess it's Soccer Story Anvil I-, I will say there are two games that all three of us put in our bottoms Two games that all three of us put in the bottom? Yep. Huh. Um, I, was it Soccer Story? Was Soccer Story was one of them, yes. Yeah, I figured. Because all of us, like even Keith was like, I didn't really like it, so but Keith, I kept playing you gotta, it. you got to cheat one there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mirror's Edge? Nope. Oh. Mm, Spelunky, too. Good job, Keith. Yep. Take it. <laughs> 
was actually just going to say that. This is this is I this is why I need the list. And you you did but, Spelunky too as well, so that's a that's a point for you as yeah. well. Yeah. That one helped because I knew I hated that one. <laughs> You've talked about how much you hate Anvil so many times. You keep forgetting it whenever we I talk said about. Anvil. Oh, you did? Yeah, I said Anvil. Oh, okay. I was like, you forgetting Anvil again? It's also how he wrote it on the paper. It's on the very bottom. Oh, you. Well, that's that's Cheat. usually how lists work. Is you know they go top to bottom. The hardest part about recording this episode is me trying not to laugh because every time I laugh, I cough. Keith, do you have any guesses for yours? Uh, what was the guess on this one? Sorry. You guys already did Soccer Story, Spelunky 2. I don't know. Should I just oh, read there... them? Oh, there was a third one? You still have three for your top, for your bottom five. Oh, for me, I would have to say probably Plague Tale Requiem. Yep. <laughs> Death's Door? Nope. Bug Snacks for Keith? Nope. Uh, Be Hitman Trilogy? Nope. Is it Scorn? That that's one. That's the other one that all three of us put in the bottom. So soccer story and Scorn. Oh, okay. See how that's. I at least gave Scorn a, like a higher review than that. I don't know. Maybe you know, Skyrim well, is about the only one I can think of, or Mirror's Edge. Mirror's Edge. Yep. Yeah. Mirror's Edge so, was not one I liked. Andrew, the number one most hated game from you is Soccer Story with a score of 40, which is very low for you. Yeah. Anvil at 65, <clears throat> Scorn at 70, Spelunky 72, and The Gunk 75. Two of those are games because you only did three passes. Yeah. Um, Keith, Plague Tale Requiem, uh, 63, Scorn, 63, Spelunky 2, 64, Mirror's Edge, 67, and Soccer Story, 72. For me... Number one, Scorn, 45. <laughs> then Mirror's Edge is 62. Soccer Story, 63. Donut County, 65. And Viva Pinata, 73. Like, mine are weird. I'm surprised you really did not like Donut County. I did not like Donut County. Man, that's a crazy. That's surprising. But, uh, yeah, what a year that was. What a year. And uh, to all of you guys, thank you all so much. We had a, we had a wonderful year with this podcast. Uh, thank you all so much for just taking the time to give us a review, to write to us, give us feedback, tell us what you like, what you don't like. You know, we would not be doing this if it wasn't for you guys. You know, it's been so many days where we kind of get like really kind of fed up with this podcast or, you know, kind of get tired. With me. Yeah. Well, we're always fed up with you, Keith. <laughs> but anything, but then we hear from one of you guys and it just, it makes us, it makes us doing this all worth it. You know, we've met some really great people. You know, there's definitely been some people I actually consider friends now because of this podcast. You know, we've met some other great podcast hosts, you know. So thank you all so much for joining us. Thank you all for this crazy years that we've been doing this. Uh, we love doing it. And you guys, you know, make it all worth it. So, uh, yeah, please make sure you write to us at, uh, you can email us at gamepasscrabbing at gmail.com or hit us up at our Twitter at gbgbpod or Facebook at gbgbpod. Uh, you can write us a review on iTunes, Spotify, whatever, all over the places. Um, we have a couple of listeners who, you know, love to give us game recommendations on the iTunes. Uh, one of our listeners from New Zealand. Thank you so much for listening. He's recommending that we play uh, Jurassic World Evolution and Star Wars Battlefront. But thank you all so much for writing reviews. And then, you know, people reach us out on our YouTube page, which... We don't have a proper UL for that one yet, but you can just obviously search us up on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, we got some great games coming out. Some uh, fun episodes. 
Uh, I've been your hardcore gamer, Sanji. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. Um, I've been Keith. I, don't, I mean, I I naturally have a lot of really fun outros. I don't nothing this <laughs> week. Um, but yeah, if you've listened this far, you've heard all heard heard all of our categories. Um, either go leave us a five star review on the iTunes with the, with your categories, or I don't know, just drop us a line on Facebook, something. Yeah, no. And we'd love to hear your Curious favorite here. picks of Game Pass this year. Well, that, yeah. that's that's what I just was telling them. You know? I know. I, just, I, like, I said like all the categories, like we way. did, like, well, I said we have categories, use our categories, and one of them was game of the year. So, like, that's, you know, same thing, but thank you. Thank you for mansplaining what I said, Andrew. Appreciate you're, you're that. You're welcome. You needed help. And I'm Liz Noob Noob. <laughs> that's not, that's <laughs> actually not an. Twitter at Liz Noob Noob is EW. All right, everyone. We love you all. Thank you all so much for joining us. We love you all. We'll see you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.